0: I love you. Caught you in a burp there, did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, couch Potatoes. So happy to always see you coming in through that door. Today, yeah. uh, normally when we do these stare goes, where uh, well, I mean, we're happy that we're doing new new releases. Don't get me wrong, we're so happy to do new releases. I love being able oh, to yeah. see new films; makes me so happy. But. Normally, when we pit two of these new films together, in my mind, there's a clear winner. And I think I know who I'm going to choose today. Okay. But both of these were a bit of a struggle to get through.
1: Oh, you think <laughs> so, so? Okay, so I... I think so. Okay, okay. Okay, so a struggle is not the right term for my experience because I enjoyed them, but my lord... It's totally fair one of them in particular
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I can totally agree with you struggle was not the correct word I was looking for because I did I did have fun with both films yeah but I feel like I had fun for the wrong reasons (laughs) and and that's not to say neither of them are not man I'm getting lost in my double negatives that's not to say that either of them are incompetent right but (laughs) (laughs) boy do we have a lot to talk about today guys
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, thank shit. you also for joining us on the couch, though. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the Faceless Leon. I'm a a person. Uh, I, are you? I, well, I mean, in the, uh, you know, I have intelligent thought category. And You're sentient. He's sentient, yeah.
0: Uh, you think I, I feel like you a are. lot
1: of people would give the the person title to that you know i have a, well, I mean, I a feel personality
0: like that is a very human thing to like force personality onto things like you know we like to anthropomorphize anthropomorphize anthrop- yeah. anthropomorphize
1: yes yes they do those that humans. big word
0: <laughs> that uh, i learned in in elementary school when we read 1984 <laughs> on gorge wait no animal yeah. farm animal farm sorry <laughs> We, wow. we really like to, yeah, we really like to read human literature. It's really funny to us. Wow. Especially, well, especially George Orwell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> especially just because he's so wrong. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast about movies and TV. We already said it was about you, new movies today, so we're moving forward.
0: That's correct. And, and you came here to hear us talk about Black Widow. And yeah. the Tomorrow War. We're pitting uh Disney versus Amazon Prime this time. Normally we we yeah. pit it against like Netflix or HBO Max, but we went all the way to Amazon Prime for this one. Yeah, I mean mainly because they have Chris Pratt. So
1: Yeah, I wanted to know what Chris Pratt was doing over there.
0: Yeah, his, this is this is sci-fi. the big battle right here, guys. This is Black Widow versus uh Star Lord. That's his name. Yeah. Peter Quill. That's, That's right. his name. <laughs> That's
1: his name. Chris <laughs> Pratt.
0: Chris Pratt, buff guy who came out of the office. Wait. No. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. I never yeah. watched Andy. either of the shows. You can go ahead and crucify me everybody. Well, I'll
1: just a little bit because uh let me tell you. There is a, a big huge negative energy in the office. I I'm not a big <laughs> I'm not a big fan so you can go ahead and crucify me as well. I'm not a big fan of the of the energy that show puts off for me.
0: See, uh, I have seen more of the English version with Ricky Gervais than I've seen of the American version. And it's only because I enjoy... I don't enjoy Ricky Gervais. I just enjoy Ricky Gervais's humor. I,
1: I do, I think too. he has
0: a very yeah. criticizing bite to him that I love.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> but very... But then at the centiple. same
0: time, I also hate him. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about him personally, really. Uh, i don't know I, that well, I, I only hate I like him because movies. he just
0: yeah he's just he's an atheist who likes to get into fights um not really he, yeah, he's kind he of does. grown out of that but he's, he has that bill maher kind of like um you know i used to be this way when i first came out as an atheist when i was young i felt like i had to you know stand oh, my ground right and and to not exactly <laughs> and explain to people why they're the stupid ones but then as i got older i realized i don't have Like, you know, I can be critical of certain things about religions, but I don't have to criticize people for having religion because I really respect that idea. Like, there's – there's you know, I understand why people have faith in things and, like, I want to encourage that. But I just personally have faith in science and and tangible objects. Yeah. But (laughs) – but Bill Maher and Ricky Gervais, they're the kind of people that are just like, I am going to spend the next 30 minutes making you feel like a dumbass. You, and,
1: you dumb believer. Yeah. Why do you believe? Stop that.
0: Ricky, Ricky's, Ricky's grown out of that so, a little bit. So, you know, I, I, I can give him more of a, more of a chance, I guess. Well, I always like his comedy. review though. of Ricky Gervais. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i <I'm> putting off the <laughs> <movies> so hard. <laughs> I was going
1: to say Parks and Rec to mirror the office super warm show i mean they Mm. do really bully this one character in particular but i feel like it comes pretty full circle at the end so if that stuff does kind of bother you i feel like uh jerry gets his reward at the end of of (laughs) the show but anyhow
0: uh andy wire
1: honestly is one of my favorite all-time characters so
0: and that's pratt that's pratt yeah Nice, but but I honestly
1: it took me a while to get on the Parks and Rec train
0: well see like everybody keeps telling me I have to get to season 2 and I I hate when people say that when it's like it doesn't get you know it's not good in season 1 you just skip that and go to season 2 I have OCD I cannot do that if I watch anything yeah if I watch anything I have to watch all of it and if the show doesn't grab me within the first say 24 fucking episodes I'm out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I, I've tried watching I can't remember how many episodes are in season one of Parks and Rec but I, I know I watched probably like a, a good right. amount and was like I'm laughing maybe twice or three times an episode that's not worth my 20 minutes and so I, sure. I outed and Fair everybody's enough. like no you gotta wait and I'm like I can't wait <laughs> I put up with all of the filler of Dragon Ball Z if I can't put up with your freaking show for the first season it's saying something
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i don't know i feel like the raw anything to do with ron swanson just allows that show to live in the in that first those first but couple the, seasons but
0: once rob but lowe the jumps of the on internet. board
1: damn, damn. <laughs> the show just really takes off from there
0: well that's fair but that's the beauty of the internet is all those ron swanson moments i can watch them in two minute clips so I know I know so much about Ron Swanson because I love that character, but I haven't watched any of the shows.
1: And then you then you pick then you start watching the show when uh Ben Wyatt and man, I can't remember Rob Lowe's character's name. But I couldn't remember <laughs> the actor's name for Ben Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> uh well anyway secret review of parks and rec and the office uh so yeah here we go here we're we talking about it. black widow though
0: black widow first that's correct again it's it's a it's kind of a spy film or yeah. at least it has enough spy touches that that portion of my brain and the the beauty of black widow by the way everybody is that this is the first film and close to I mean well more than a year and a half that you and I have watched together first new release yeah. that I guess it well, I guess it would have been a year because I think we watched Tenet together didn't we? Or, no, I did not know no, to see that. No, no. You didn't watch Tenet. Didn't we watch another film together though? That was we did. No, cuz we watched we watched Jurassic Park and um Yeah, it was Jurassic Park and Jaws. Right. Nothing nothing new. So yeah, this is a year and a half of us not going to a theater together, and we still didn't go to a theater for Black Widow. We we paid that
1: yeah
0: egregious thirty dollar fee that Disney thinks is necessary, even though all the other streaming you uh, streaming services release their new releases for free. Thank you HBO Max and Amazon Prime and all of you other guys. Uh, <laughs> Disney, pay us, but also go fuck yourself. Hey,
1: Luca was um, there.
0: Luca, they gave us Luca, Luca was free. But yeah. see, that's, again, that's like, what kind of statement are you saying? <laughs> like, what, what's the message? <laughs>
1: yeah, and it was a pretty good movie, too. So, yeah, I don't it know. It was, it was. I, I would say, I don't know. I enjoyed going, though, to uh, Theater Day Greg and uh, having the Zelda lap warmer, which yeah. I was bequeathed whether I wanted it or not. Yeah,
0: yeah, she's really good about that. <laughs> <laughs> she get she gets right up on the couch no matter if a human's there or not and claims a spot. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh she's cute. I miss it. Yeah, her. it was
0: it was fun. It was fun having people over. The the only problem was I am a talker. Yeah. Uh and if we're not if we're not in a theater atmosphere, even if it's a new film, I just can't help myself. I talk. I live alone, so it's like <laughs> it's when I when I'm with people, it goes. I it's think having the is.
1: subtitles on though makes it Okay. Yeah. Like because then you can then if somebody's like not really involved in the conversation and is watching the film, they, they don't they don't necessarily miss what's said because it's up there on the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean they miss the inton the intone uh the The intentions of the actors. Maybe, so I guess, maybe they, you know, still an argument for being annoyed, which I understand. I'm so sorry to your wife for always talking.
1: <laughs> but, I was doing it too. I was doing it too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I go to you though. But <laughs> that, I mean, that that was a bit of a problem though for me because, you know, first new release I've watched in a while with people in my house or with me at a theater and that, that atmosphere. So I did... As you can attest, have some confusion at the beginning. I think I fi- once I figured it out, we were fine. You know, I was like, oh, okay, Maybe. I get it now. I, I understand yeah. who's who because I had I thought that you you learn in Black Widow right off the bat yeah, that she so. has a sister. Yeah. yeah, she has a younger sister who, when they grow up, because this is a flashback. That the, one one big issue with. Uh, black widow is they just don't fucking understand where they're at in the time period (laughs) i mean they do (laughs) they really do but there's so many like weird flashbacks throughout everything that it's just like just stop this movie already should not be coming out at the time it is it should have come out after civil war yeah which i get that they hadn't made it then but still that was the time period for this story yeah now that she is spoilers for endgame and the rest of the mcu fucking dead. Putting out Ugh. a movie that really doesn't do much to advance anything in the MCU at this time period seems really fucking weird. But right. I'm sure everybody else on the internet has already bitched about that, so I won't go – I'm sure we'll continue to bitch about that later. But right <laughs> now I won't go too much into that. But you find out early on that she has a younger sister. You you see her and her younger sister, who will be played by Florence Pugh when they grow up, uh, who is in Midsummer love Florence Pugh she's amazing and oddly was the best part about this film you would think the Black Widow movie Scarlett Johansson and A-lister would have been the best part of this film she's not it's Florence Pugh who was fucking great every second she was on the screen so funny she was great yeah and I love her making fun of uh making fun of Black Widow's like Superhero landing. That was exactly uh, form. what i was thinking about, and what i was yeah. About to it's good about. stuff. And <laughs> she does it why to herself later, posing? and she's just like, "Nope,
1: you're posing. Why? Why do you do this? Would you whip your there, hair?"
0: <laughs> that's another. Th- that's another thing to complain about the accent work throughout everything. She's she's okay. Florence yeah. Pugh's passable Russian accent. Uh, Ray Winstone, who comes as the villain later on, uh, he is a Harvey Weinstein esque villain, and. I, I don't get it. Like, there wasn't much of an attempt at a Russian accent, I felt like, with him. Like, I don't know. Uh, again, I was surrounded by people. I haven't watched this since for, like, a, you know, since a week or so. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. But I don't remember his accent game being that fucking great in this
1: movie. Huh. I don't feel like but, I noticed it anyways.
0: I mean, he's a, he is a decent message of a villain. But in, re- in regards to the entire MCU, he is he, yet another okay. piss-poor villain for a film. I'm
1: I'm I'm recalling now too and he did have more of a british accent it felt like
0: but you 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 learn early on you you see how black widow was raised her and florence Pugh. what's her sister's name in this yelena Elena. yelena yeah yelena yelena
1: it's L-E, a Y. L E, excuse me. Y E L E
0: N A. Yelena Belova. I'm sticking with Florence Pugh. <laughs> so you learn how early you, you learn early on how her and the Black Widow were raised. Their family were undercover spies in America, I believe. Yep. In the in the intro and in like or Canada. I I think it's Canada. Canada maybe the eastern uh, western countries. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so good at this she gets she gets I, I don't know everything dissolves and she she becomes part of the 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 red room which we've heard about in uh in age of ultron i believe it was okay, i can't remember so
1: i forgot yeah
0: the the mcu blends together after a while there's so many fucking films <laughs> but you know we, we see her progressing into the black widow and then okay i guess i can't synopsis it because i can't really remember how things get underway because she learns of ray winstone's scheme i think like he has he has all these black widows under control kind of thing
1: so she uh, i think she's actually going just into hiding after uh civil war she's going into hiding right yeah
0: her and the her and the avengers are no longer friends
1: yeah but at the very least at some point she runs into Yelena, and Yelena is actually just broken free. A big theme in this movie right. is mind control. She's right, just right. broken free from this mind control and made Natasha yeah. aware that the mind control has become more intense since she left.
0: Yeah, because so, Ray Winstone is, is at, in charge and he he has control over all these women assassins. Right. All these, I think he even calls them his widows. Like they're all, yeah,
1: they're his widows. He can do whatever the what he wants with them. I, I, you said earlier you don't think he's a very strong villain. I, I disagree because he really just represents like everything the message is good about men, the yeah, patriarchal suppression in, of women. That that's what in
0: he, regards I feel like. to the message he represents. That's great. In yeah. regards to him as a villain. He is a just he's complete a, piss a, wash. A, he's a he is a joke. really
1: weak person. Like he, yeah. his character is
0: weak. Him as a villain just joins all of the other Marvel villains outside of like Loki and Thanos, who are just like, who is that movie's villain again? Huh. Oh right, it was Ray Winstone. That's right. Yeah, oh, I completely forgot about that. Because I mean, he's just he's just he's just a fat white guy, and like. I mean, he's yeah. not even, like, kingpin awesome and fat. Like, he's just a <laughs> fat white guy. Yeah, his only, his
1: only power is political espionage. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A- and, and he sweats stuff that makes women not be violent to him. That's, <laughs> That's yeah. not
1: a superpower, though. That's part of the brain control.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's dumb <laughs> as shit because here's the thing you've smelled me, you can't commit violence to me. Alright, I'm gonna back up 20 feet where I can't smell you anymore, and I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking head. I'm a fucking assassin. Duh. And she even mentions that too, she's like, I can walk over there, and he's like, well, that wouldn't work that well. And she's like, why not? pheromones. And it's just (laughs) like, yeah it's not how it works bud like (laughs) she could walk out of the room and shoot you through a fucking window and it'd be fine (laughs) it doesn't make sense uh i
1: i don't mind what they do with it though because it like uh it it is it does make uh natasha look a little bit badass but she she (laughs) is such a poser i love the call out the call out from uh uh yelena is is great (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah about I, that. I agree. It is it's funny and but yeah, she there's so many things she could have done in the situation that we were we're talking about where you know, it, it, she looks like a badass that she didn't have to do that that way. <laughs> she, she she could have just taken, you yeah. know, tissue papers and <laughs> yeah. put them up her nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she has to she has to be a badass. <laughs> It's just silly, but yeah, her and her and Florence they gather their their fake Russian family together, which includes the Red Guardian played by David Harbor, who is hilarious in this as well. Yes, yes, and uh, their their fake mom, I don't remember her name, Melina. but she's played by Rachel Weiss. Melina is her name. So Melina and Yelena, I'm sticking and, with Florence and, Alexi. and Rachel. Alexei,
1: Alexei is uh, David Harbor, right?
0: Um, yeah, and, and he's got he's got an obsession with Captain America. Like he thinks he's a he he a, is a big enemy.
1: <laughs> he so he is the only one of them with superpowers. He's a super soldier. He is the Ru- he is the Russian answer to Captain America, except for right. he was active in the period that Captain America was missing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he had dinner with them.
1: But he had dinner with
0: them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think he which, said he
1: had a fight with him in the '80s, and one guy was like, "He was frozen, yeah. dude." And, and oh yeah, and and that's I... that's
0: during the moment. That's during the moment where he's getting a tattoo on his back and arm wrestling. Yes, which I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Like he can be as strong as he wants. That's fine. <laughs> the tattoo artist isn't gonna make a good tattoo if you're arm wrestling but
1: but he did the tattoo artist did keep on making this face like god damn it dude
0: i know and it's just like why would he do this doesn't he want the tattoo to look good it's permanent man
1: i think he had gotten to a point where he just did not care because they they kind of just threw him away like he was he was a superstar and he probably asked the wrong people the wrong questions or something i know they gave some kind of bullshit reason to it but i could yeah,
0: probably got caught on camera doing
1: something yeah golden shower or something um <laughs> release the tape putin <laughs> do it so anyhow uh alexi uh yeah, he's he's rotten in prison, probably for doing nothing. And yeah, uh, yeah, I and then and for some reason, Yelena and Natasha decide they they have to get the band back together. So there's this is big prison break scene.
0: Yeah, I feel like they thought he knew right the location of Draco uh, Ray Winstone. Yeah, Draco. Yeah, he had a name, Draco. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe his character wasn't Russian, but I don't know. His <laughs> name was. Named, he was, hey, named he was. Draco.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, no last name but on
0: BD, though. Yeah, it's probably Weinstein. I mean, he is like, it's he Stone. is like tit for tat, a Harry Harry Wein, Harvey Weinstein.
1: Yeah, uh, thing, he does which kinda... I like
0: again. I like that call out. Again, it's like it's a good message, but like the film around it is just, in my opinion shoehorned like it's just it you didn't know, it didn't there wasn't need, a lot of heart behind it
1: it didn't need to happen i'll say that yeah it didn't need to happen like her story's already been told in this uh universe which but that's the shame about it because like i feel like if it had come out in the time period that it's set i would appreciate this movie a little bit more especially yeah, if it so would have furthered the universe like you said
0: if placed after civil war it doesn't really further the universe still it just develops her character more right and so like you know that 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 would feel right if we didn't know where her character was going so that would you know that'd be that that would have been the great opportunity and now with her character no longer going anywhere it's like i don't know it's like why why did you do this this at this time period because it, it again it it barely furthers the dead character like it doesn't develop right. a dead character so you know and, and so the only reason would be to set up other things for the mcu to build yeah, off of and it really and didn't they, feel they they like it was doing that thing.
1: until that that scene at the end so there is a scene at the end for anyone listening just stay tuned to
0: the end and i will say if you are in the theaters and don't have disney plus don't stay until the end because all it is is marvel saying by the way if you want to enjoy this cut scene, you're gonna to have to buy Disney Plus to see where it goes. And right. so it's
1: it's yeah, just it's I don't know, of...
0: it it kind of just like feels like a buy our buy our products film.
1: Right. It definitely brings in some elements that happen in the Falcon Winter Soldier show. I wanted to call it Captain well, Falcon so bad.
0: Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but but it also sets up uh slight spoilers, everybody, it also sets up their uh, their Hawkeye show. They're doing a Hawkeye show. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. Show, yeah. So it's it's setting that up. That'd be interesting because mm-hmm. Florence Pugh is going to be back for that show.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not keeping up with the news. So I...
0: they they released like 14 shows that are going to follow Loki, and like I think that's the perfect segue. We just finished watching Loki. That's where we're at. And right. uh, to date, to date, this episode. So sorry, but we had just talked about. How we're happy that it feels like they're kind of revitalizing this universe because right. like – because Endgame kind of feel, felt like an end. It felt like a, a perfect capping point to a long story right. and then they were like, we're going to keep going. That was just uh, – you know, that was the the first arc. We're going to do more arcs and it's like, well, that's going to get really boring because as you said, it kind of felt like it was growing stale.
1: Right.
0: And that's what, that's what Black Panther feels like. It feels like one of their staler films. It feels like, uh, you know, Ant-Man Black was nice Lido, but – Oh yeah, that's right. I, mean. okay, I was going to say, say
1: I really liked that movie, the Black Panther. Wait, what did movie. I say? You said Black oh, did I say Panther. Panther? Yeah, I was Jesus. like Jesus. I was like, "Oh, really?" I mean, it did yeah, have a really, very I similar really... storyline to Ragnarok, but
0: Yeah. Uh, I do I no, I really I really did like Black Panther. I completely <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I really did like Black Panther. I meant to say Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. I feel like is one of their their they stale not films. Give Black
1: it's... Cat a movie, otherwise you're never going to oh. get it straight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's the one I want to get a movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be down for that.
0: Spider Man and the Black Cat. Yeah, oh, I'd love that. But as we were saying, though the the Black Widow though does feel like one of their staler films. It feels yeah. like. It's not as bad as the Thor films, uh, except for Ragnarok. Ragnarok's really amazing.
1: Thor, Thor films, yeah,
0: yeah. Thor, Thor: The Dark World is where I'm talking around. It's not as bad as that. No, it's not. Oh, or, oh not. and it's nowhere near as bad as uh, you know, Incredible Hulk. Like we gotta remember that's <laughs> part of the that's part of the MCU canon with uh, Ed, <laughs> Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like my oh, Edward Norton. <laughs> I, I can't wait till we do the Marvel playlist that's gonna be so much oh, fun man. that will be fun
1: we should do it by phases because Disney. otherwise we'll never we'll, we'll just die <laughs> if we do it all at right.
0: once I don't even know what I was talking about oh I was talking okay. about Black Widow feeling stale yes I mean, I, I mean I guess there's not really much else To say without talking spoilers about this, actually there is one other there is one other big subject that your wife brought up that I also wanted to talk about, which was they make the abusive family into the heroes. Yeah, and it seems like a really weird disjointed message because, like, I know what they're going for. They're they're going for like you know family is important, family means a lot. You can always you know you should be able to rely on your family or strengthen your family. But these family members, they're
1: not family. Sent them.
0: yeah they're not family they sent them into I mean they even talk explicitly again for the second time in the Marvel Universe about how their, the, the Black Widow and their other spies like her their reproductive organs have been removed right you know they, they can't have kids this is the second time we're going to focus on this in a, in a Marvel movie because they did it I think it was also Age of Ultron
1: <laughs> <laughs> they draw really, a lot from that, Age of Ultron they do talk about the island a lot. The the, the, the yeah. city, though, that is. <laughs> she drops cities. That, oh, no, wait, that was you. <laughs> that, that was, was you. I
0: that was me. Watching. <laughs> also, you, you saying she drops cities, that, uh, which, again, was a quote from me when we were watching the movie. <laughs> um, but you saying that brought to mind another thing. They really liked to drop Black Widow a shit ton in this film like that's so cruel that's how she died in Endgame yeah. she fell and in this movie <laughs> she falls like five times and it's just like and like there's one where she like falls from the top of a building and hits like ten things on the way down and then lands on her feet and then she's like ooh and, but she keeps going I'm just like alright so once you know that you die in the future I guess you're just good to fall off of buildings and you're fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know she doesn't die here yeah, oh, it's so shit. stupid
0: yeah and then there's there's like two car accidents as well that are just ridiculously bad like you would not survive these car accidents but she just like walks out with like maybe a little bit of blood on her nose and right, she's like i'm yeah. all right
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i do recall like, like fucking
0: um, out
1: i do recall scarlett johansson talking she was a big part of the production and uh yeah she was everything of this story and she was really proud about like her control over the wardrobe and stuff like that because they didn't want she doesn't want to overly sexualize the character but we all noticed that her Black Widow costume was a lot tighter than Florence (laughs) Pugh's
0: (laughs) right and, and there, there, were, there were a couple butt shots, I remember. There were was a couple, like, but it wasn't was it? egregious. Yeah. There was
1: nothing egregious nah.
0: about it. Yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't did remember notice
1: there being anything egregious. That, yeah, that hers, her, all of her outfits were a lot more form-fitting. And it's like, you didn't yeah. have to do that. I mean, you said specifically <laughs> you didn't want
0: to do that. But I think it was to call attention to Florence Pugh's vest because we finally answered the question of where Black Widow gets her vest. Yeah, that was a very important that question important. that we needed answered. Oh,
1: it has so many pockets!
0: I was just dying. I was just dying to figure out where Black Widow got the vest that she had in Infinity War again. Oh, I'm so happy we got that answer. This is sarcasm, by the way. I know you can't see my face, but maybe you can hear it in my tone. I thought it was just fucking stupid. <laughs> it seemed like the only reason for the whole think movie.
1: that Florence Pugh's involvement in the vest was stupid. No. Because <laughs> that shit was hilarious.
0: But, like, them making a big deal of, like, her giving the vest to the Black Widow, <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, like, we get it. Like, that's obviously where she got the fucking vest. Damn it. I, I mean, I guess... I can lead in the closing statements with that because yeah, I don't know if there's better. more to talk about without without uh, spoiling things. I gave it two and a half stars. Uh, obviously, it's completely out of place in regards to when they should have released it. That's fine. I'm, I'm still happy Black Widow got a film. You know, she definitely deserved one. Now, Mark Ruffalo, all you have to do is have the Hulk killed and you can get your own film. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're doing a She-Hulk show, which I'm very excited yeah. about. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mark Ruffalo. It's Maybe gonna you be, can tag along on that show. But it's really going to be a series
1: instead of a movie. I hope I said
0: know. that. Yes, that is that is what it's, it's going to be. It's, it's going to be, be a show. Series? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I, one, of their, totally, one of the one of the big releases in I'm a couple totally years. I'm totally
1: down for Buff Lawyer Chick. I'm totally yeah, down
0: dude. That's that. gonna be great. Yeah. I mean, he just got to die. That's all you got to do. You just got to get the Hulk killed, which is a very difficult task, but just. Figure out how to do it, and in the next Avengers movie, and you'll get There's your own so movie, buddy. So many
1: strange, stupid things in the Hulk world that I really yeah. want them to go into, and they're just never going to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean he he can become a villain. That's that's yeah. the great thing about the Hulk. Like I mean the the Logan. What, you know the the movie Logan. It's based yeah. off the 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 comic Logan, in which the Hulk is actually seen as a villain. He, he makes yeah. an appearance as a villain in that, and that's really cool. I want them oh, to do that. It's pretty gross too. Like, yeah, it's uh, really gross. If you haven't read it,
1: like the Hulk has that's a, a bunch of redneck Hulk children, and it's gross.
0: Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of it.
1: hills have eyesy,
0: and he likes to eat things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. But I give, uh, as I said, I give Black Widow two and a half stars. Uh, It's directed by Kate Shortland, who, from my knowledge, has basically done a bunch of nothing stuff. You know, I watched, uh, to to out myself a tiny bit, I watched Half in the Bag's cover uh, review of this film. Uh, I love Half in the Bag. They're one of my favorite movie critics.
1: Red Letter Media.
0: Yeah, Red Letter Media. Uh, Their their movie review, though, is Half in the Bag. So, you know, I, I will say again, like us, two... Older white men <laughs> talking films. We're not old, but,
1: you know. <laughs> but we're going to call them old.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to call them old. They're in their 40s. <laughs> Jesus, they're going to come after us now. <laughs> no, they won't. They will never even hear about us. Not unless you all like our Patreon, which uh, we'll we'll go into that before we <laughs> before we move on to, to the tomorrow war. But, you know, Kate, Kate Shortland's directing, as I was saying, like, you know, they did research into her – And they discovered that she had done basically like one type of story so well that they thought that Disney had plugged a formula into the internet to search for a director. And her name came up because like (laughs) she has done a lot of like smaller films that are vague shadows of what Black Widow was. Huh. You know, so it, it kind of seemed like they're just like, we want this element, we want this element, we want this element. All right, which director does that get us? And Caitlin Kay- Shortland's name popped up and they're like, all right, because she hasn't done anything worth really grabbing your attention for a big Marvel huh. film like this. So just kind of a weird, weird director choice. I mean, she does a good job in she regards to Florence too, and –
1: yeah.
0: yeah between florence and black widow's acting that's good you can tell during the action scenes as again this is a this is a note coming from half in the bag and red letter media not from me but you can tell that the action scenes were done by a different director sometimes you have that kind of stuff where you'll you'll have a one director come in for action and another director come in for just character and so it feels like she did most of the character stuff and for that I give her applause like her and Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh their chemistry the the whole yeah. the whole family's chemistry is pretty good. Yeah. Even though they're it's, not a real family. Just, yeah,
1: it's yeah, we did complain about like the the story element part of it, but all four of those actors do have some great scenes together. It's just like yeah. as an audience member you're sitting back and being like what the fuck? Like <laughs> don't trust these people.
0: <laughs> right. It it's, just, it's a very weird trusting call, but yeah. Yeah. I, I guess my, my final statement, because my closing statement's running off for five minutes now, but it's it, it's overall an, a worthwhile film. It has some enjoyment that you can get out of it. I don't really know if I would recommend it to anybody who is not a devout lover of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Like, if, if you're one of those MCU followers, you're like, I have to see every movie. Obviously, right. you're already going to watch this one, and it's going to be fine for you. If you're not really a fan of superhero films in any way, if you don't like spy films in any way... And Or if you just don't like Scarlett Johansson or The Black Widow, just stay away. Like, it's not, it's not sure. worth your time. Like, it's it, it's an easily passable film.
1: They, they waited too long, and they kept on waiting. Dear yeah. God,
0: did they keep on
1: waiting. I'm going to give this movie a full face. I did actually, honestly, have quite a bit of enjoyment watching it. That was mostly because of Florence Pugh and David Harborough, though, I'm going to say. Scarlett Johansson did a fine job. I know she worked really hard on this movie but I I just feel like she was a little outshone by her co-stars and yeah. that's okay honestly that's that's not that's a good thing I mean it it means that they they picked good good co-stars yeah i yeah i don't know that you have to rush out and watch this movie uh it'll be on disney plus uh, eventually and then you can watch it
0: in in like a month or so yeah it'll be free and then but, you, yeah Wait until it's free. Don't spend the $30. Don't spend the $20 in gas. Wait until it's free.
1: <sighs> yeah. Speaking of in a month from now, <clears throat> I honestly don't know what day this is coming out. But once a month, we do an yeah. episode for our patrons called The Potato Pick. Uh, you, If you go to patreon.com slash Faceless, you can become a patron for only $2. Uh, higher tiers give you great merchandise opportunities and the ability to recommend the selection for the potato pick but two dollars 50 cents a show gets you the right to vote on what we do on that monthly episode for our patrons so that if you're interested and we'll always do this show for free that's but right. your support your support gets us through the day It helps pay for the show, you know, and make, so, you know, this is, this is a, we're at a hobby point of the show, really, but it is very close to you guys helping us pay for the actual services, uh, the once a year fees that we have. So we really appreciate you guys for that. And if you want to show your support, please come on down to patreon.com slash green and faceless.
0: Yes. Greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. We love having your uh, your ears.
1: Yep, your your little spud ears.
0: your little spud ears. Some people call them eyes, but we call them ears. We know better yeah, on Gorsh. We know better.
1: It, it's all a matter of perception, and they're just the potato perceivers. Yeah. Let's talk about the Tomorrow War.
0: <laughs> oh, boy, let's talk about it. I'll, I'll let you synopsize, but I wanted to say up front that it's directed by Chris McKay. Uh, My dog's whining in the background, lovely Zelda. Uh, it's directed by Chris McKay, who was the director of the Lego, uh, the Lego movie. He was the co-director of the Lego movie, and he was the director of Lego Batman. Oh. And he is, a, he is attached to the upcoming Nightwing film, the live-action Nightwing film. Oh. And if you don't know, I don't know if I've waxed poetic yet on this podcast. My favorite comic book character is Dick Grayson, Nightwing. I love him. He is my favorite of all time. Sexy little acrobat, I love him. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see Chris McKay direct Nightwing uh, from this movie. <laughs> I don't know how much that excitement, you know, is like concern excitement like or first, like
1: if the whole movie's like the first half of this movie. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, throughout his directing is fine. It's just the the story that it's just like. <laughs>
1: what the fuck yeah what happened (laughs) okay though i i'll have to argue a little bit against that maybe it's 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 like two fucking different movies got spliced together man it really is it's jarring yeah okay so this movie chris pat pratt dan forrester he is a veteran who uh i guess was in some kind of secret ops kind of thing uh, rescue in Iraq. missions, as I recall. But uh, he is now a science high school teacher, but he's trying to become a scientist in a lab somewhere. Yes. He has a daughter named Muri Fos- Forrester with his wife, Emmy, and <laughs> all of a sudden, travelers from the future, I think 30 years in the future, right? I think that's right.
0: Roughly. 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 I think it's like 27
1: uh, they come back and they're like, Hey, uh, Earth is gonna be annihilated, uh, and we're running out of people. Uh, it's not a human threat. We need people from the past to come to the future and fight for us. And it gets so bad that they start a draft and, uh, Dan gets reinstated. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> they, bring him to the future and their tour is only seven days it's a it's a yep. week-long tour but the, but only like two percent come back that's right only two percent come back so the popular not only is the population the, of the future suffering but so is the population of the current timeline whatever yeah, the fuck that, that no means no fucking in this sense. crazy time travel show
0: and, and get this people you, you you find out, and this is this is a it's a very small spoiler, so I don't mind putting this before the spoiler wall. You find out that like they're choosing people. You, I mean, you find out really early. They're choosing people who aren't alive in 30 years, like when the war's right. going on. Right, and they they kind of hint that that's because of like you know oh it might be a paradox to have two of us alive at the same time. You know what's also a paradox? Going back into the past and ruining the last 30 years before <laughs> war happens. <laughs> pretty sure that's going to fuck some shit up like <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you yeah. think about it i'm pretty sure a whole portal opening up and a bunch of people pouring out from the future who weren't there 30 years ago yeah. in your future time period is a paradox
1: <laughs> yes yes exactly uh it is it is very very strange it breaks a lot of the 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 conventions that we're used to being hard, fast rules in our sci-fi, I feel like, when it does yeah. that. But I think, like, they explain it away with the help of, I believe it's Sam Richardson, uh, Charlie, I, I believe.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah. He's great. He's, he's great. He's the sidekick character? Yeah, he
1: is kind of a sidekick character, and he, he's he's also very much into science, or at the very least science fiction, and he befriends Dan. And they start theorizing things together, and uh, one of the things is that the reason why their trainers are so young is because they have not been born yet in the 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 current time period. The right the past of these two timelines.
0: Yeah, and, so and I, I want to say just like with uh, with Florence Pugh. Uh, Sam Richardson is a fucking phenomenal supporting yes, character. Like he, he is. is hilarious. I love he, him.
1: Yeah, he, he does great.
0: But Chris Pratt, unlike Scarlett Johansson, I mean, no offense to Scarlett Johansson, she did a great job in her film. She just didn't. She didn't outshine Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh outshined her. Right, but right. but Chris Pratt here, he does still carry the film. He is still like definitely the center of attention and right you know i am the father you know he's 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 doing everything he can to be that that father hero i mean he's he's doing the exact same that we've seen in like jurassic world films so it's it's nothing new for him
1: so let me let me ask you a question here because another great supporting character is played by ivani strahovski who plays the colonel do you think mentioning who they are is a spoiler
0: um yeah, I guess we should say that for the spoiler wall. Okay.
1: Well, anyhow, yeah. he goes to the future to fight, and things are going to shit right away. A lot yeah. of the people die like immediately because they, yeah, <laughs> they they portal them above a swimming pool on a on a roof. Some people miss the roof entirely, and he just barely landed in the swimming pool because they're like twenty feet above it.
0: Yeah, well, that was they apparently fucked up the coordinates, is what they say. Right, right. and like it doesn't it doesn't make sense because like as they mention in the future, they only have one connection. You know, you go here and you go here, thirty different years apart. Both of those gates travel forward in time, but they're both located at the same area. So from that logic. I mean, I guess they might be able to send people, I guess that's what they're saying, is they're able to send people to other coordinates that aren't those specific time machines. Right. Uh, lo- physical locations. I know this is getting confusing, but that's time travel for you, y'all. But, like, it, they, they mentioned just briefly that they fucked up the coordinates, and that's why they all just got teleported into this fucking yeah, pool. it doesn't make any sense, though. But like, yeah, they never ex- maybe they maybe they explained it in passing, and I just completely missed it. But I don't think yeah, they so. don't explain why on, the coordinates got fucked up. I
1: kept on waiting for them to say that the 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 alien creatures, the what do they call them, uh, white wolves, white something, white snakes. They call them white snakes because like, I remember, like I was like like the the hair metal band, <laughs> white claws. <laughs> what is it? White claws.
0: That's the alcoholist. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay but that's anyhow the white now. snakes the white things they come in and they uh i i thought that they were gonna like say that they're more intelligent more intelligent than they seem and they somehow messed up the coordinates but that's not it they're right? just they're just a fast breeding all cons- all consuming uh creatures that uh you know it's not like that they haven't been done before i did like the design of the creature yeah Uh, the
0: the design was pretty nice it was
1: kind of an amalgamation of different sci-fi monsters (laughs) that we've come across but uh they had i believe uh eight limbs they walked on four and then they had they weren't pincers but they were very strong limbs and then little tiny ones that they can just like grab things with that were almost vestigial. Yeah. And, and then
0: like two tentacle like things that shot barbs. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. They were, they were almost like tails, but they shot barbs out. Yeah. So it was yeah. a pretty cool monster <laughs> like, design.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting. And it implies yeah. it, it makes for some really cool action scenes. Like the yeah, action's sure. fun in this.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's also some like weird like poaching that makes no sense to me. Like uh, what was his character's name? It wasn't Major Greenwood, was it? I don't know. He was he was one of the guys who made it to the end with them, though. I think it was played by Keith, He was played by Keith Powers.
0: But was he the guy who like took? He, they weren't souvenirs, but they were definitely souvenirs. Yes, that guy.
1: Yes, yeah. I think that they were taking them back to the past and selling them. Uh, so they were doing some like poaching and stuff. And it was super yeah. weird to me like and then apparently it was like these people's like third or fourth tour or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't know. I don't understand why they would keep on bringing the same people in, I guess if they're talented enough. Yeah,
0: they explained why they came back though
1: yeah yeah he did he did have a, a good actual character moment and reasoning why he yeah. hated the them so much
0: and why was, he kept coming back for the tour too yes
1: yes but the poaching thing never really came full circuit that, that really didn't need to come in into play at all i don't think because it just yeah, it was, tried it to just complicate weird. things. It seemed like it was going to make a bi- uh, like branch off into this wider world that's going on in the future, but it does not. Yeah. Because the last forty of the mo- minutes of the movie, we find out are, are <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a spoiler. I can't. I can't do that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's he's a weird character. It, it definitely felt like a, an inclusion just to make him more hateable. Yeah. For the for the that period of in the film like before you got to know his character yeah so it's yeah i I agree with you i didn't like that that stuff either him having the claw necklace that's fine that was fine like if he
1: had a trophy from a kill that's one thing
0: didn't add anything and this movie is already like two hours and 20 fucking minutes long so yeah that's a that's a cutting room floor decision there come on chris mckay god
1: (laughs) so i i feel like that was basically the synopsis
0: of this movie yeah for the for the first half but we can't talk about the second half until behind the spoiler wall so i i agree if you're ready for the spoiler wall
1: let's do let's build a wall we haven't built a wall in a
0: while we we haven't built a wall in a while everybody it's it's the first wall in a long time i've gotten lazy with the walls because uh i mean (laughs) fuck your ears (laughs) it's more work this is a spoiler wall to skip beyond the unimaginable Skip three minutes and five seconds past the hour. But here we are. We're safe behind the wall at last. And so we can talk spoilers about this this just weird fucking movie, The Tomorrow War. So
1: the first thing to just talk about, in case you haven't watched the movie, is that Giovanni Starhovsky plays Colonel Murray Forrester, his daughter- in this future timeline and she's basically like Mm -hmm. the head honcho of what's going on because there's so few people left
0: well she's just like her dad she's a scientist too right and you know she's she's working on finding a a a toxin a poison to the white claws i'm calling (laughs) them white claws (laughs) so she's she's working on that and like that that's her whole goal throughout the film is finding this toxin so that we could win the war yeah and yeah she is she is the daughter from the future which once they like immediately i don't know cuz even when when even when she was talking to chris pratt over the the microphone like to right. when they were just on walkies and chris pratt was in the field i for some reason thought she was in the past timeline and speaking to him through some kind of like weird wormhole thing, like they were still like connected, yeah. even though there's thirty years difference. So like, I wasn't, I didn't put together that she was in the real world until she like showed up when he was there, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> got it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm just stupid. She did because I feel like uh, she does look rather young, uh, and all those people that they sent to the, the past to, to collect people for the Tomorrow War we super young, so I feel like maybe yeah. that's that's where you got. Well, confused. I mean, also
0: she was in the same room as the one of the women who was doing the controls for sending them back and right. forth in the past, and I thought that person was in the past. But I, I guess there was just there might have been two controllers. You know, there's one in the past, one in the future, and she was just in the room of the one in the future's control room. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I just I, I don't know. I just got confused with, with the timeline there. I just thought she was in the past for some right. stupid fucking Cause, reason. Cause it, it makes knows, no sense when you they think don't, about it. They
1: don't really explain the tech at all. Um, no. I they, mean it's they it's they held call together it jumpy, by, by
0: That's about it. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a machine held together by, by rubber bands and glue, and, <laughs> like, it's, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It, 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 both gates travel forward in time. Like, you can't, you can't go back further. You can't go back to the, the very point when the White Claws started attacking everything. Right, right. It's just, it's mayhem. The only goal, you know, forget about all possible solutions. The only goal is to find a specific poison to kill these things. Right. That's it. That's, That's it. That's only goal.
1: And they so do, do that it. by collecting a queen
0: of,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of the White Claws. At the cost of a lot of their men. <laughs> at the cost of a lot of people. And then I don't remember exactly what happens to fuck that all up and that she gets loose. But anyways, the the, the facility that they're at gets attacked by, by the White Snakes. Yep. So they're kind of rushing her along and he's like, "Oh, we got to make more of this." And she's like, "There's no time. We got to get you out of here." And he's like, "I'm not going without you because you're my daughter." And she's like, "I'm already dead, you dummy." And I won't yeah. die. <laughs> I won't die if you don't go if you go back. And he's like, "But what happens to you?"
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what happens to her is she's dead. She's dead. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like I know this is she's a terribly difficult it. decision. Yeah. Right. yeah. And she's given you the toxin to go back in the te- past and wide release this shit so that when the white claws attack, you guys are all more prepared. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. great. Go do it. You know the plan.
1: You know the plan. Like, everything starts blowing up around you. The 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 the, the jumps going to happen any second. Oh no, muri fell off the bridge. She's going to die like I knew she was going to die. Let's risk everything and jump after her. <laughs>
0: dumbest yeah one of the dumbest decisions i've seen in like cinema this year i will say (laughs) i I mean i'm sure i've seen dumber decisions but like that was one of the dumbest character decisions i've seen all fucking year because he is holding in his hand the toxin to save the past and save humanity all he's got to do is stand perfectly still until the jump happens right then he's fine he Just goes don't home die. And he saves humanity. Just don't die. Just don't His die. His daughter falls and he jumps off to save her.
1: And that Dumb. is the turning point of the movie. That is where this becomes a completely different movie for me.
0: That's where. Uh, that's where Greg hit the toggle switch and was like, there's 45 minutes left? I thought it's already been two hours and 20 minutes.
1: I know. We still I know. have
0: 45 minutes left? It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: He gets pulled back into the past and that honestly should have been the end of the movie that could have been the end of the movie and then they could have done a sequel if they wanted to and
0: expand and expand the next 45 minutes into another hour and a half to two hour movie 100 percent agree with you
1: but they did not do that and whoever wrote this last 45 minutes man
0: zach dean never Zach heard Dean,
1: of i'm sorry i'm gonna rip on you a little bit because the first half of your movie and you know this could have been in this could have been producers you know a lot of yeah. producers get their hands in there and like oh i want to see this or wouldn't it be better if this happened or we're not going to give you a sequel so you better fit it all in one movie i could see that happening but the second half of this movie he goes back to the past and he tries to get this information out there uh, to this political person, the political person's like, we can't do that. It's in the middle of Russia. So he gets his dad involved, his his off the grid dad involved, J.K. Simmons, and he <laughs> yes. and Charlie and I think uh Major Greenwood go with him, or is he already dead at this point? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, Major Greenwood goes with them. So does Sam Richardson and uh Major Greenwood's team. He has he has some friends that oh okay with they, them. I believe.
1: I, I I just I just remember it's just the three of them that survived though.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they they have a small crew that gets uh, picked off one by one, so it's, you know, a nice little tense moment.
1: They decide that they're going to go and prove that this thing is there by themselves. That's right. well and good because the, the American politician's not going to do anything without more evidence.
0: And yeah, exactly. So that's that's, that's what well they said. If you, yeah, you bring back proof, we might be able to do more. As it stands, we can't invade Russia. Right. Like, I'm sorry. And yeah. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's like that's how you that's how you have World War III. We're already we're already so close, even though we all fought together on this
0: future war thing, whatever. Exactly. So Dan Dan, that's the name Dan Dan, Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah, Dan Forrester.
0: Dan Forrester, such a manly name. (laughs) Dan Forrester. Yeah, that's uh, that's you know, he manufactures the the toxin into some more like gun shooty uh syringe kind of things. Because he's a scientist. Uh, yeah, he doesn't mass produce it. He just makes enough to go there, Yeah, you know, just in case.
1: Yeah, I don't know why he didn't, like, when he was talking to that political guy, he's like, okay, well, here, just in case, this is the, the toxin that will kill them. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: That would have been smart. That would have been great. Well, I mean, he says he brought back the toxin, so maybe they're implying that he already gave it to them and they've mass produced it.
1: Maybe. I would hope.
0: I don't know. I can't remember how it went. But we are forgetting one important character and that is Volcano Kid. To to figure out where they're at, where the the aliens <laughs> are at in Russia because because Dan Dan and his wife through I can't remember what how like through conversation they're talking and they discover that the aliens aren't aliens at, at all. They're they they were here on the planet, you know. What a what a unique twist that that's not happened in a movie before. But they were here all along, and they've they've come up from out from underground. So, you know, they they're like, all right, let's figure out where their where their ship crashed or whatever, or like where they where their habitat is. And Volcano Kid, who is a student of Chris Pratt's that we meet like right at the beginning, and all he wants to do is talk about volcanoes. He's like, hey. That's like ash from such and such volcano eruption, which could only be like located in this specific spot in Russia, and that's how they know to go to Russia. Right. Yeah, right.
1: I think it I think it might have been slightly the other way around. Like there was this this kind of ash that was from a certain place found in Russia. Gotcha. And and he said, Oh, that must have been this eruption, and that's how they found out how long that they in in here
0: right and then when they get there they discover that the aliens were sent by another alien race and that they were like supplanted here like their ship crashed or whatever i can't remember how it goes but the the, the thing is they've been here for like hundreds of years and that's how they they, they, now that the earth is melting because there's a there's a global warming message to this film i guess (laughs) which is i'm laughing but it's true people global warming's a thing god damn it like look it up climate change makes sense there's a lot of evidence behind it start recycling and be a better person you fuck yeah consider
1: uh alternatives (laughs) to emissions
0: yes look into the electric vehicle do it (laughs) solar panels do it now do it now everybody's solar panel now but yeah, I guess that's a background message in this film. But yeah, they now that the earth's melting, that's when the creatures come out because the, the you know, the the ice that they're trapped deep, deep down inside or whatever has thawed in 30 years and then they come out and take over the world. And so our gang is like, let's blow up the ice to figure out where their spaceship is and get in there yeah. and kill these things.
1: Yeah. So like what I was saying is like going there and finding it and finding evidence, that's all well and good but yeah. then they decide that they're gonna go and take care of it themselves you know they're after all vets.
0: discussing it i mean yeah. after after a long discussion about it too it's like all right let's weigh the pros and benefits here's the pros if we tell the government then they can mass produce the toxin come here with a bunch of armies again maybe cooperate with all the nations again in, in a big effort yeah. and make a big push to end this creatures for good and yes when we involve the politicians it's gonna take time they're slow decision makers it's going to take years they're still frozen we have we have 27 years guys you know exactly oh
1: when they come out <laughs>
0: You know, we got 27 fucking years, guys. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, you know, their presence there m- might change the timeline a little right, bit, right. but that's they, what you cover in your sequel. So, you yeah. know, like the the plan could be like taken a long time because of the political nonsense. That could be a yeah. a part of the conflict in your sequel.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and but but quickly, let's weigh plan B. Let's okay. weigh what happens if we go in and we destroy these creatures. We all the consequences? die. Consequences? Yeah, if if we all <laughs> die, there goes the toxin. And yeah. we've awakened the creatures. So now that they're coming out early and the world's unprepared completely. Nobody you...
1: invented time travel yet with the rubber bands and chewing gum.
0: Exactly. So let's let's weigh these two options, Blake. Should we mm-hmm. alert the government or let's call that the responsible choice? Okay. <laughs> And let's call the other one the dumbass decision. (laughs) What should we do?
1: Well, you know what? I don't really trust the government. (laughs) I'm going to take the irresponsible dumbass choice with my guns and go on in there with my dad and have some kick-ass moments
0: i mean dude, son of a bitch
1: the fucking one-liners in the ending yeah. of this movie.
0: yeah it definitely felt like we gotta wrap this up like chris mccain yeah. chris mccain everybody else on the set was like why are we doing this and jk Honestly, simmons is like so i have a part so i have a part
1: and i feel like i feel like chris pratt i think was on the uh was one of the producers i, I could be wrong oh really i'm pretty sure i remember seeing his name under the producers list Anyhow, he, I feel like, wanted to be able to have some of these badass moments, because that definitely seems like, at least knowing him as Andy Dwyer, a lot of the times when he was, like, throwing kicks and shit, I couldn't see anything but his alias in that show of Johnny Karate. That's all I could (laughs) see. And it was... It was fun for me. It was a lot of fun. I can't say I did not enjoy right. watching it.
0: Yeah, it was doofy as shit. It was just so
1: funny. And, like, the first huge chunk of this movie, though, was so serious. Like, yeah. there was laughs, like, from Charlie. It was a war. But it was, yeah, it was a <laughs> war movie. And it, it was a good sci-fi. They took a good sci-fi, which honestly had a pretty good ending already. And then they just yeah, made it was decent, story.
0: like... This
1: big goofy thing. I just yeah. Don't understand. I would
0: have I would have walked away if they had cut it at the end of the, the the you know the first half. Yeah. If they had just cut it there, I would have walked away saying, you know, good explored concept has some stupid plot holes, a little yeah. bit derivative of other films. Not too bad. A lot of fun yeah. still. Yeah, I would have given it three stars the ending on (laughs) i don't want to i don't know if we're ready for closing statements but like it's not getting three stars anymore i'll say (laughs) (laughs) all right
1: what's i think though we are i i don't know what else to talk about i just know that we had to get some of that out there maybe it's time to drop the wall
0: all right i i agree with you let's drop it and let's close and uh to close i give it Two and a half stars. It doesn't drop much further. The The ending is ridiculous and silly, but it's not it, – it's still enjoyable. There's still some laughs that can be had that are not meant – it's a little too long being two hours and 20 minutes. Like we said, hmm. cut it about one hour, 45, whenever that, that obvious end is. And you'll know it if you watch this film. You know when the stopping point right. is. Right. But they, they just had to have a, a father-son hunt, shall I say. <laughs> and yeah. it's – it's weird. It's very weird, but it's it's again, even that being wildly different and jarring was still not bad. It just didn't fit what the rest of the film was, and and lumping them together was just very weird. You know, still overall, I I, I would say I kind of recommend it if you just want to have a fun sci fi time. Like if you've enjoyed like let's say Aliens versus pres- Predators, yeah. like it's got that kind of like we're in it for the fun kind of feel. Even right. though the first half is a is a <laughs> war film, it's still you know monster concept. Yeah,
1: the second half has that feeling that you just described. Yeah, the
0: the the, the Aliens versus Predator feel, right. So it's like <laughs> the first half is like a derivative of I- Independence Day, and the second half is <laughs> aliens vs. <versus> predators.
1: <laughs> well, I give it I I honestly I can't give it less than a face because I honestly enjoyed it so much, but I just can't believe that the turn <laughs> that this movie takes. I, I just don't understand how that happened. Right. Like if the rest of the movie was that goofy, I think I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Well okay. I did enjoy it. I think that I would have thought it was a better movie, though. Uh, yeah, if it, was it would have, have meshed throughout. well. They needed they needed to to pick which tone they wanted. It's two different tones in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy, or just have a sequel, like I said about a
0: bazillion times. Yeah, from what I've read, it might be getting a sequel. Really? It might still be really. You know, that's that's what makes it hard for me to choose between these two films because, like again. I enjoyed both of them. I laughed at both of them. They're both competent films, have decent messages. Well, I mean, Black Widow has a decent message. Tomorrow right. War has a decent sci-fi concept. Right. Uh, it, it, yeah. I, I shoehorned a climate change <laughs> 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 message in there, which I'm sure they were going for, maybe, but it's not really well done. If it, if they were,
1: no, they did not. They did not lean on it hard enough. Like sometimes when you got right. a message in a movie, they lean on it too hard.
0: They did not even come close to the threshold but the problem is I've I enjoyed the Tomorrow War more and Black Widow had that you know the violent family becoming the heroes yeah. kind of thing which I've always hated I hate those kind of messages like yeah it's I, I mean I really just kind of hate that but I mean it has another good message with you know Harvey Weinstein and overcoming that jackass right. so I don't know it, it's really hard for me to choose these films I, I think I know which one you might choose but <sighs> honestly, I don't know, I'm, man. God, so
1: I'm having a hard time too, man.
0: It's a hard decision to make.
1: So are are you are you throwing your lots in with the Tomorrow War?
0: <sighs> I hate to do that to Black Widow, but Th- here's the problem. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna base it off of the supporting characters. I'm gonna put Sam Richardson up against Florence Pugh,
1: and that's no how contrast. I'm gonna make
0: this decision. Yeah, Florence Pugh wins, so it goes to Black Widow, and that's what that's how I'll decide it.
1: Okay, so I think that Black Widow,
0: because I would rewatch both of these movies,
1: yeah, I'd rewatch either of them.
0: you're right, I would
1: yeah, so i I think Black Widow was a more competent movie just because god damn that that mood shift is just so so jarring, <laughs> but right, that also is a very unique aspect to this movie, and it is part of the reason why i enjoyed it yeah <laughs> so it's it is really hard to say and because this is a stay or go because this is our stay or go and black widow is our go option i'm gonna go say watch the tomorrow war for free it is a unique right. experience <laughs> this, true. this does not hey, happen on. in
0: movies all, every day yeah <laughs> That's true. It's on Amazon Prime for free, and with with Black Widow, you'd have to pay probably a lot of money to see it. Like and we thirty dollars versus free. Like but 20. you know, if
1: you have Amazon Prime already, yeah go, yeah, yeah, go watch it. You're you're already
0: paying for it, so you might as well. Right, eight dollars versus twenty at the theater or thirty on your couch. So right,
1: plus the scrip- subscription amount to watch it on your couch.
0: I'm yeah, sorry to make yeah. you
1: think about that it that
0: way, greedy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like thirty-seven dollars then for Black Widow. I would have paid thirty-seven dollars happily for Luca for Black Widow. Yeah, Disney. What the fuck are you making me pay for the wrong movies for?
1: <laughs> Come on, because they guys. know they'll get people to pay for Marvel. They that's it.
0: Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, Marvel's a show. And they yeah.
1: didn't want to drop two so close together. That's probably the whole reason why Luca. That's was- fair just an ad
0: but uh in, in the marvel boat couch potatoes you can expect to hear us talking about loki soon very and soon. i'm sure there'll be other maybe another tv show in there i can't remember what their television schedule is but uh between between loki i guess the next movie would be a uh, spider-man the next spider-man it, film
1: when does that uh man i can't remember what it's called it's going on to disney plus though it's a, I think it's a movie, but it's like one of the martial arts characters. I can't remember. It's the Nine Rings. Oh, it's the Nine Rings. Yeah, story. Shang. uh not remember his Chi name. The... Can't recall. I got the internet in front of me, but I'm too lazy. Um, I think maybe that's... we'll get the actual Mandarin. <laughs> maybe that would be good. That would be better than Keithley. Trevor, whatever his name was.
0: Yeah, he wasn't the Mandarin. No spoilers. Spoilers.
1: So, secret review of Iron Man Three. I think that's our show for the day
0: i've been the green traveler
1: (laughs) and i'm the faceless leo safe travels and good night green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 if you like the show please show your support by rating and reviewing us on apple podcasts like follow subscribe wherever you might listen we also now have a patreon account If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.